Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, well, usually every Wednesday night, you can find us. Usually every Wednesday night, 10.30 Eastern Time on youtube.com forward slash up next. However, this week and still unsure about next week, uh, we're doing it at random times. So obviously it's Super Tuesday. Yes. Next week we've got Super Tuesday. Wow. And um, yeah, we, we both work. So our schedules are kind of a bit all over the place. But check our Twitter, twitter.com forward slash up next podcast yes. for all the information about when we go live on youtube.com forward slash up next. Yes. You see Wednesday nights, Tuesday nights, it doesn't matter. Because we are your NXT friends. Friends! And we'll always be here to talk about NXT. And yes, this is the Super Tuesday. It's, uh, it's a big event. Uh, there's a, there's a main event that's an hour long. Yes. Uh, so we'll definitely be going into that. A new NXT champion will be crowned. Or will it? Card subject to change. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be talking about all about, usually we do this Wednesday nights and yeah, we, we still kind of have both other jobs while we do this and we didn't take it off for next, uh, for this last night. So mm. we were like, I guess we'll just hang out. So we're having a little bit of afternoon delight right now, recording this Wednesday afternoon, which is super weird for us considering for the past like year, two years, yeah. since we've been living together, roommates here. We've, We've been, been watching NXT every Wednesday and doing the show Wednesday nights and putting them out. So. Yeah, it's been a while since we did these kind of record. We'd record like late morning, early afternoon, back in the day, yeah. uh, following NXT. And then we realized it, it was kind of important to get this out right away. 
and obviously our, our work schedules didn't work out at the time and stuff but yeah so it, it's kind of like an old school episode of up next here uh like back pre-patreon days wow um so and we didn't watch it together last night which we normally do so yeah. I, i'm actually quite looking forward to see whether we're on the same page with last night's show yeah uh it's going up on a tuesday well it did last Tuesday, Super Tuesday, last night. And yes, they are doing Super Tuesday next week as well. So it's Tuesday, like Tuesday, yep. right? That's pretty great. Uh, so card subject to change, but I think we might be able to do next Tuesday night, maybe, possibly. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers right. crossed. Hopefully. Uh, and if not, again, at Up Next My girlfriend podcast. just can't see me anymore. Uh, it's fine. Sorry, it's there's, fine. there's wrestling every night of the week. We're getting through my birthday. <laughs> I'll get my presents, and then it's like, sorry, it's just wrestling all the time. Wait, you're wrestling saying you're going to break up with your girlfriend after she gives you a birthday No, gift? She'll, she'll get the message after. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, of course. Um, but yeah, so uh, tonight, we feel they robbed an idea of us. Now, now we know. We, we've had a little cease and desist from WWE We have. We, that's when we knew we made it. When yeah. we had the cease and desist. And we've uh, talked about our, our love of WWE 2K19. Not 20, because it sucks. Yeah, fuck that shit. Um, and there's like a create a match mode. And oh, yes. we were playing about with it and realized you could create a four-way Iron Man match. Now, normally we play like 15 minutes. Yeah. But... We've been it's a really this. fun concept, and we've been playing it for like since we got the game. So like, it's been well, like over a year. Yeah, it's been over a year, and it's really fun because it just gets really crazy, and everyone's breaking up all the falls and stuff. And then last week on NXT, they announced our concept. <laughs> like, can we cease and desist? That's them? so crazy. Yeah. So we thought while we're doing this podcast, yes, we'll simulate the match right. on 2K. Wow. So we have right here. Daniel Bryan was the NXT champion. Yeah, there is but... some lineage here because in in I, I'm not much of a gamer, but I do love me some wrestling games. Yeah. That's how I got into wrestling. Here comes the pain. But we we've been playing this four way Iron Man match uh, for over a year now, and we've created the the BDE Championship, the yes. Brain Davy Experience Championship, and I'm undefeated with Hangman Page, who, mm. who's uh, we have created in the game, uh, downloaded, and he's undefeated. So we started sw- switching around the, the other titles because yeah. you couldn't beat me. So we we decided Shane Thorne wasn't deserving of the NXT title. So he put it on the line in, a, I think, a chamber match, which is my match. Yep. And you were half awake, half, a, half lit. <laughs> one eye open, one and, eye half open. And somehow Daniel Bryan beat Shane Thorne for the NXT title yep. in our WW2 Yes, lock, middle of the ring. Yeah. Uh, so, Tapped him out. So Daniel Bryan was the NXT champion, but then, of course... You know, injuries in kayfabe, he suffered an injury. <laughs> yeah, in our in our yeah. GM mode here, he suffered an injury, and you're about to start. He jumped off a forklift against Kane. And... <laughs> There's a lot of forklift talk today. Uh, so we we are going to simulate. We'll give you updates throughout this show. Yeah. on what is happening. I think you should press start. I think the thing is, people tuning in halfway through are going to get very confused like, when we like what? Adam Cole goes four one up. So the match has started, and obviously it's as. Simulation of last night, it's Finn Balor versus Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano versus... Now, Tommaso Ciampa's not even in this game, so a created Tommaso Ciampa. Wow, true. I didn't even realize... He He was being a heel, remember? And was like, no, I don't want anyone playing. That is a pretty good heel move. I remember that, but people were mad. Uh, Well, whoever made that Ciampa... Some of the people, again, not a video game guy, but some of the people who make these created wrestlers and stuff on these games have to be insane. Like, they're so realistic. I feel like majority are kids... Because Probably. they have the time yeah, to do it. True. Like, I used to love 
as a kid trying to create wrestlers and make them look as accurate as possible. Yeah. And then, you know, life gets in the way. I mean, my Jeff Hardy and Here Comes the Pain, it was so good. So good. Was he not in the game? No. They pulled him right before. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, no. I know. The whole moveset and everything. Anyway, uh, uh, so we'll let you know what's going on in our, what did we call this? We didn't call it just the Iron Man. We called it like the four-way chaos or something. something like that. We normally do it false count anywhere. False count. So fatal four-way, Iron Man, false count anywhere. That is insane. Yes. Uh, uh, this one we've done a 60 minutes uh, no DQ, but you've got to have the fall in the ring. But I forgot to set the arena. So this is at Fast Lane, wow. ladies and gentlemen. Looks like full sale. Yes. It's the Thunderdome. Just like it. So we'll give you updates on that on the real Fatal 4-Way uh, Iron Man to see who the true... And maybe an NXT champion will actually be crowned yeah, in maybe, this virtual maybe. version. Uh, so, yeah, it is um, Wednesday afternoon. We don't normally do this. Usually... Wednesday nights, we're sipping on our White Claws or our wines. Mm-hmm. White Claw Wednesdays, Wine Wednesdays. But uh, it's... we got to pace ourselves today. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Uh, because um, we've got AEW later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't it weird? We're going to watch AEW live. Yeah. That's crazy. It's rare. We, we, we rarely, rarely do that. And yes, I turned 31 at midnight. So 31? 31. Oh. So we'll probably be going out after. And uh, yeah, so we need to pace ourselves. And then mm. I've, I've got a, a big day planned with the girlfriend tomorrow, going to see Tenet. Yes. Which I'm very looking forward to. I've been doing a Christopher Nolan rewatch, uh, starting from following his first film. Okay. We've done Memento. Uh, we've done uh, Batman Begins. We've done Insomnia. Uh, we watched The Prestige this morning. Wait, you skipped ba- Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> hey, we're doing it in order. <laughs> I love oh, Dark Knight Rises. Wait, is Dark Knight Rises way after? Oh, yeah, interesting. We've got, oh, yeah. We've got Inception to come. We've got The Dark Knight to come. Wow. Yeah. But oh, yeah, I love Inception. Christopher Nolan. I don't think he's made a bad film. I love his film. No, I'm a big fan. And I, I can't I, wait to see Tenet. First time going to a, a theatre, to a cinema, braving it since since the COVID yeah. outbreak. Um, I, going to the keg after, have some steak. Yeah, hopefully it's not the one uh, next to the store your girlfriend works at, because they had COVID outbreak yesterday. What, the keg? <laughs> no. Oh, that's in Leeside, though? No, uh, Etobicoke. Oh, okay. No, yeah, yeah. no. Um, this is King Street. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, it's it's your thirty one for thirty first birthday. No, thirty first birthday. Wow, thirty first. Yeah, uh, it just feels like yesterday. We were celebrating. How old did you? T- I guess twenty nine at All In in Chicago. Oh, I was going to say what last year. No, yeah, last, last, year, last year was thirty. Are you sure you haven't been? On yeah, tour? I'm drinking a cappuccino today. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a cappuccino from today. Nine Tails. Nine Tails. Let's give Nine Tails a plug. What a great coffee shop. Yeah, is it based on the Pokemon name? Uh, it, it's something, it's a Japanese thing. Okay. Um, yeah, the guy who owns it, I think his brother lives in Japan. Right. So he's been a bunch and has been super inspired. And yeah, it's like all like Japanese pastries and coffee and stuff. Yeah, I had it's one of their really sandwiches nice. too. Yeah, it was all right. Good. Um, I do like me some, I like Vietnamese coffee. Shout out Vietnamese yes. coffee though, because that stuff is, that'll That's make like it... steam condensed milk with it or something. And then like so much caffeine and they mm. warn you like, hey, don't drink this. Don't drink more than one of these because you'll poop a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, maybe you'll be pooping a lot after uh, your birthday. Probably. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and then we are doing uh, a really weird birthday thing on Saturday. That's your real birthday. Oh, yeah. So Saturday, because it's pandemic era and we're in Toronto and it's still summer, you're doing a little bit of a park party, kind of like how I did mm-hmm. um, near uh, near our house, Christy Pitts. Shout out Christy Pitts. And then you're going to try to convince anyone who wants to stay 
to come to our backyard, the BDMSG. I'm not worried of our backyard being <laughs> overflowed, to be honest. I don't think so many people are going to be going, yeah, and, I'm going to go and watch AEW. And yeah, we are gonna, we're going to come back and make people watch AEW All Out, which we're going to attempt to go live with a watch-along. Yeah, we're going to put a disclaimer out now. Um, Drunk watch-along. I'm going to still be trying to do the tech, but uh, John Ceno is going to be leading this. He's going to be joined by... Uh, B Detroit and MJ from NJ. It's mainly going to be them. Obviously, uh, we want to keep these watchlongs going because I know the chat is on fire. The chat's always the on chat's fire. The chat's always on fire when we do these things. <laughs> um, shout out to Frank Sulo who coined that phrase. <laughs> we just say it a lot now. We say it a lot now. But yeah, we wanted to keep it going. But obviously, I do want to enjoy my birthday as well. Like, I've been working a lot with like two bar jobs and the podcast. So yeah. I did want to enjoy it, but I also did want to see all out. So we will be there. We'll probably be muted most of the time, um, but we'll be there. We'll come in. We'll say hello. Uh, we'll give our thoughts and we'll somehow get a post show out on the Patreon yeah. sometime Saturday. I'll be responsible. No, you won't. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going all out for my birthday wow. this weekend. Um, should be fun. Should be, if you want a, a proper in-depth review, post-wrestling's fantastic. <laughs> um, but I, I think these chats are always so much fun, these watch-longs. So we hope to see as many of you there as possible. And I think uh, John Ceno's gained our trust now that he'll... He'll do a fine job leading the show. Yeah, it's not like when we did our Zoom tailgate and we had some technical difficulties for like 30 seconds. And Charbel, one of our biggest fans, listeners from Quebec, uh, just took the reins and just started hosting a show in, in, in just, proper English, we too, We had by like the way. a mini Pokemon <laughs> podcast hosted by yeah. Charbel. He's just going off. Oh, man, I don't even remember what his... This is the second time we've talked about Pokemon already. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's your birthday. We're going to be doing all out the watch along youtube.com slash up next and the post show up there. We do AEW reviews Every Thursday on Up Nextra on our Patreon, it's part of the, uh, all the all the tiers. Usually get it five dollars a month. North American tier gets you all the AEW reviews, all these shows that we put out for the summer. We had Extreme Month in July, Summer Month, all the crazy shows. Go back and look at our back catalog of all the shows we were pumping out these past few months. It's been crazy. The SummerSlam stuff. And it's it's a new month, so it's the best time to sign up. Yeah. Uh, Patreon does this thing where it it will charge you for the month no matter when you sign up so if you sign up at the end of the month you'll be paying again in just a couple of days so it's the, the beginning of the month best time to sign up and we've got a lot planned for september starting with uh tomorrow we're doing a throwback review looking at smackdown from september 5th 2002 um this was actually taped on the 3rd of september so we thought we'd go back try and find a cool episode that took place on my birthday um, some of the matches we got to look forward to are Billy versus Rey Mysterio, oh. maybe followed by a little proposal. Okay. Uh, Jamie Noble versus Shannon Moore. Oh, I'm sold. Get this. Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton. Crazy. We got a bit of Tajiri, bit of Mark Henry in there. Reverend Devon versus Batista. Take my money. Matt Hardy versus Hardcore Holly. Wow. And the main event, which actually sounds fantastic, a six-man Edge, Undertaker, Rikishi versus Kurt Hangle, Chris Benoit, and Eddie Guerrero. Oh, fire. Um, this, I, I vaguely remember this. This was kind of at the peak of my fandom. Uh, this show should be a lot of fun, and we're putting that out tomorrow. As we mentioned already, we've got All Out coming up. We've got two episodes of Up Yours this month. We're going to be look at looking at The Room, 
Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! With Tony Arthur. <laughs> so so we have a we have a Patreon, and if you're crazy enough, you love us enough to be world champ, you get to eventually come on and pick something. We'll review it with you and chat about it. And of course, people are picking things and trolling us. And it only took I don't know a few months, a year maybe. Did we have a Patreon for a year now? Almost, uh, almost, yeah, yeah. Uh, almost a year. And someone has picked the room. Someone has picked the room. That's Tony Arthur. Oh, hi, Mark. I've heard so much about it. You've never seen the room? I've never seen it. You're Um, an actor. What are you doing? We've got Up Yours, Back to the Future with Chris Price coming up. Uh, You know that film, Inside Out. I have Uh, a tattoo of it on my body. Everyone loves that film. Come on. Uh, We're doing a best match ever that we put up to our Facebook page, the Up Next Podcast Facebook group. Um, And we put up some G1 Climax like tournaments that we wanted to maybe look at for best match ever. And you voted 2016. Hey. So we'll be going back four years to 2016 to now, talk all about the G1 Climax. I, I'm just trying to remember. So the G1 is in the summer, but mm. the, the winner faces January 4th of the new year. So that would be 2017. Yes. So that would be the year that I went the, to the You dome. went, yeah. Okay, okay. So we're seeing the setup for that. Nice. Um, all right. I believe that features... Okada Omega Part 3. What? Um, obviously, I think it's got Naito Omega. It's got some crazy matches. That, that year. year was crazy, yeah. Uh, we are doing our new series of free movie reviews for Batman. So we're starting with the 1989 Tim Burton, Michael Keaton uh, film of Batman. Uh, really looking forward to diving deep into that. Obviously, there's Batman buzz at the moment. We've yes. got the Snyder Cut coming out. We've got the, the trailer for the... Our bats, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, Pattinson, and to close out the month, we're doing a throwback pay per view of the very first Clash of the Champions, to headlined by Sting and Ric Flair. Can't wait to lead into this year's Clash of Champions. Watch long and review. That's all there on the Patreon. Just five bucks gets you all that plus our back catalogue. Almost two hundred shows in there. Yeah, to, there's to some listen to crazy now. shows we just did. Just again, I know we're promoing, but it's the first of the month. Um, so we also did a best match ever X Division. Yes. TNA X Division. We chatted with JP from the Grapple Spotlight. What a professional that guy is. Check out the Grapple Spotlight. Our whole show on the Patreon best match ever is me and you nerding out over wrestling matches that we think are actually like top tier like the best mm. we go through dave Meltzer ratings we rate and compare like ratings online and we get super nerdy so it was super awesome to have jp who's part of the grapple spotlight because they rate matches on their app and stuff and it was great to go and look at some of the crazy tna like I, we went through the whole history of the exhibition that yeah. was a fantastic show again that's up on there on the back catalog is there speaking of which his ears must have been burning because he's just dropped into the youtube Whoa, room right no now way. So, hi jp wow well, speak of the devil if you will uh yeah that was a lot of fun we chatted a lot about aj styles Jerry Lynn, I'll tell you that was a, that was a huge show. Um, but yeah, uh, and the AEW reviews every Thursday as well. We do so many so many shows. And hey, if you like free shows, we mentioned the Batman. They're gonna be free. Yes. We love you guys. Batman reviews are random, but they're gonna be free. Uh, just like we put out a random review last week of I know what you did last summer. Oh, and of course, of course, longtime post wrestling listener, big fan, Brandon from New Jersey has to clip me <laughs> the one time I don't love off Freddie Prince Jr. The one remark I make about the guy's hair. And, of course, Freddie Prince Jr. has to reply to that. Yes. Of all the things I've said, Brandon from New Jersey, he's a 
a fucking snitch. Hey, come on! You must have you must have fanboyed a bit seeing Freddie Prince Jr. I did. WWE's own Freddie Prince Jr. I just wish it was in better context because he would have known that I'm a huge, huge fan. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. So go listen to that as well. That was a lot of fun going back and watching. Uh, I know what you did last summer. Again, we're, we do what we want here on Up Next. Sure, we watch NXT, but sometimes we got to watch other shit like yes. Batman. <laughs> uh, and yes, we will one day get to the George Clooney Batnips. Oh, Batnips. That's going to be that, that's going to be on the list. So, yeah. Uh, again, check us out at Up Next Podcast on Twitter and patreon.com slash up next. Five dollars gets you all the shows we just mentioned and more. Uh, that's yeah, that's what we've been doing. Absolutely. And before we go into the review, just a little update. We're 14 minutes into the Iron Man match. Finn Balor's getting fucked up. There's a steel chair involved. I thought he had a pinfall. Oh, we've got the fairy tale ending to Johnny Gargano. Can he do it? Can wow. he do it? Did, did Balor get a pinfall? I think so. Oh, it's, where's, where's the, the score? Yeah, it doesn't have the that's score. Strange. Whatever. All right. Well, we'll let you know what happens in this real fatal four-way yes. that's going on. Um, and, and, yeah, I, I forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> There's too much excitement too in the much air. Exciting. Uh, let's talk about something that did not happen on a Wednesday, but it happened on a Tuesday. It's going up on a Tuesday, Super Tuesday, from NXT, September 1st, 2020, is when this episode happened. And we have a recap of all the stuff. It felt like last week a lot happened mm. because Carrying Cross vacated relinquished the nxt world championship and he said he'll be back and now we're seeing some footage inserted into this this video package of now him getting his arm worked on and then and all sorts of stuff so fast recovery hopefully the dude is back uh to reclaim what is his but then we get a recap of the announcement of the main event the four-way iron man match between the true iron men of nxt really the top top guys um, and then they kind of have insert promos where they're all, they're all in their house. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're Zoom calling. And they're like, I'm going to be the champ. I'm going to be the champ. And then you hear someone's dog. Gargano was doing it from the same place he sent the video to us. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He was by his, like, uh, Slammy Awards or whatever they are. NXT Awards. It looks good. Yeah. Whatever he did with his house, they all look good. All the houses look good. Um, so we get a recap of that. And that is our main event to f- figure out the champ. Now, I... I was a bit negative on NXT last week, and but as the week went on, I was like, this match is going to be really good. This is four of the top guys, and like, I kind of don't want to keep seeing it with these guys, but I thought, for a big night, yeah, come on, it's it's Champa, it's Gargano, it's Cole, it's Finn. Uh, I was looking forward to this and came in with a lot of excitement. And I've got to say, I think since WWE have moved out of the PC into the Thunderdome, I think they've given Full Cell all their equipment because this set looks so much better than it used to do. do. Okay. You, you have the X's yeah. from 30 as the new Titantrons, but you have so many more lasers and things there now. It looks really cool, I think. it looked, the, the set looks nice. It definitely it looks more upgraded. legit and less empty arena shit now. Yeah, I can definitely, definitely see the changes. It looks a lot neater. It looks yeah. just more compact. Everything's... Looking, looking fresh. Yeah. I agree. Looking good. Um, some quick notes. Pour a little out. You know, every time someone moves up to the main roster, we pour a little out here. It's been the ritual on this show. Uh, but what do we do when they don't move to the main roster and they just part ways with the company? Oh. So leave the memories alone. 
Mauro Ranallo. Mamma mia! Mamma mia. Wow. That, that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hurts. It does. I know he's not everyone's cup of tea. I really like Mauro. I think he, he made some of those, like, epic NXT main events that much more special with his calls. Um, yeah, I, he's going to be missed. Obviously, uh, he's a guy who has um, very open about his mental health issues. Uh, I think he's he, his mother's been ill or something like that, mm. I believe. Um, so it's completely understandable. I find it a shame he couldn't have bowed out with something big like a takeover. Um, Fair. But obviously, it's we, we don't know what's going on behind sure. the scenes. Yeah. And we wish him the best. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I know he's not everyone's like cup of tea, like you said. But to be honest, uh, like he, he has worked with with, uh, you know, post wrestling's John and, and way in, in the past and fight network in the in the past and stuff. But his calls are like epic. Like yeah. he calls Mayweather fights. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he's he was good before that he got to WWE. And you always thought if you knew him or heard of him, you're like, oh, I wonder what this guy would be like if he called WWE. And then he called the main roster for quite some time. He called some epic Cena matches in there. He's he's called some epic stuff. And it's just, yeah, uh, he's he's part of the way. So um, I think I think Barrett over these two weeks has been yeah. a great fit, but it's it's just he's the he's in the Nigel role, right? Whereas yes. How about, I have some notes on the main event, and it's definitely goes into, in depth about the commentary. So maybe okay. we'll give thoughts like after, because yeah, sure. I, I definitely, it definitely was noticeable this week. I mean, I like Vic Joseph, but he doesn't have that epic call, which some people like. Some people don't like the over the top call. For me, it, it just, it makes a match better. It makes it more exciting. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, as you said, we'll get into that maybe more. In the main event. But, uh, yeah, we have Mauro Ronaldo leaving the WWE. We have Renee Young leaving the WWE. Mm-hmm. We have Keith Lee showing up in some sort of, in like... Skirt. Was it a skirt? I think so. It was a skirt, right? A skirt, yeah. I shouldn't have opened my mouth about his gear. <laughs> I know. Right? Cursed it. Wow. Uh, so, just everyone's leaving NXT. Yeah. It's just everyone's leaving NXT. Did you get a chance to watch Payback at all? I know no, you did. No, I, I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, pretty... Pray show okay. by everyone. It was like logical, which you never really say about logical. WWE. Uh, but yeah, was was a lot of fun. Not I, saying it's the greatest show ever. Not saying greatest matches, but it was actually refreshing to see every match was clean, finish, right, and was solid. I'm into it was enjoyable. I'm into the Roman Reigns thing. I, no, think, me that, too. I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, there's no crowd really. So who, what's a baby face? What's a right? Like True. like whoever you want. Really, that's kind of how it's been. But I, I kind of see it more of as a face turn than a heel turn. If there was a crowd, 100%. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's what's kind of kind of great right now, where WWE can manipulate it so Roman gets booed. Like, he's being a dick. He's being a right <laughs> dick. But people would cheer it because it's a change. Right. But it allows them to have time to like really flesh him out as a heel. So when slash if we do get crowds back, maybe they do react accordingly. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's time for like he's he's the champ now. He won, right? Yep. So I think it's time. It sucks for Wyatt again, but it it's it's gonna work. I think it's gonna. I think, so. I think they've done this purposely to get you to cheer him, thinking you're, you're supposed. Honestly, to Honestly, I came off of that pay per view um, feeling the that like happiest I felt about the main roster in such a while. I was intrigued in so many different stories. I was intrigued in Keith Lee beating Randy Orton clean in six minutes. Like, come on. 
when does that ever happen? Yeah. Never. And then he loses on Raw. And they yeah, but <laughs> it's that they're, they're treating him as a big deal. Um, I think they did well in kind of giving you intrigue to come in to watch Raw and SmackDown this week, which is what pay-per-views <laughs> kind of should do. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I just, I was working and you did a watch along again. Yeah. Again, we do so many of the, like the watch alongs and post shows and stuff all on the YouTube, which is, I have more fun hanging out with, with like the, the listeners in the YouTube room than like watching the, watching events. the event. Yeah, it's, yeah. It makes them way more fun, especially in a pandemic era. Um, usually, you know, we'd invite friends over and watch some wrestling, have some, some teas, some cappuccinos. What are we drinking? Um, and yeah, it was, it's, it's a lot of fun to do that. And I, I just didn't check it out, but I'm, I'm supporting of the Roman, uh, empire, empire. and the, and his new teeth. Oh yeah, big fan. Yeah, big fan. I, I pre- I'm predicting he's gonna be a, like the Rock. He's gonna be. I got the greatest message from my mom the other day though. By the way, she uh she she got like Amazon Prime or Crave or HBO whatever. She goes watched my first Rock movie the other day, and I was like, oh nice. What'd you think? Skyscraper. She said she loved it. Fast forward three days, she's now watched four Rock movies. <laughs> <laughs> my mom just found out about the Rock now. Nice. <laughs> So you mentioned Roman's teeth. Yeah. It was one of the best heel moves he did in the match was when he got caught with the mandible claw. Ah. And afterwards... Bites it. No, he was checking his teeth. Ah. Whereas a baby face shouldn't care how they look. They right. just want to win. Where he's like, fuck oh, man, with teeth. Oh, but he look how he looks, though. Look Roman good. looks so He's a handsome guy. He is, that Roman Reigns. Um, well, let's go from one handsome guy to two handsome men in our tag team champions. Yes. Shout out new NXT tag team champions, Breezango. Tyler Breeze and Fandango are wearing titles around their waists. Finally. And they actually won them. They're actually theirs. Yes. We start off with Legato Del Fantasma versus Breezango and Isaiah Swerve Scott in a six-man street fight match. These six guys, obviously, they've been swerving, no pun intended, in and out of each other's business. We had the tag titles switch hands from Imperium. And then we had Breezango try to help Swerve win the Cruiserweight title, but he was ultimately screwed out of that. So he kind of is looking for his his win, his retribution over Legato. It's a street fight, so you have to wear your street fight clothes. Yeah. Um, Legato Del Fantasma come out like all like in unison, ma- matching shirt. The only thing that doesn't look cool about them is the shirt. <laughs> Oh, I quite like the shirt. It looks like every... I, I don't understand. Pro Wrestling Tees has been around for a while. And look how fast you can get your new shirts up there. Yep. You can get a new shirt right now. I can finish uploading it by the end of the show and it would be available for sale. Why does every WWE shirt look like it's the same shirt from 2006? It just looks I... like the Dale Gas Humberto <laughs> shirt. It looks like every other shirt they put out. I don't... Like, who's designing their shirts? Do they not know, like... I actually, I, I'm normally not a fan. I actually kind of like this compared to some of the others. It reminded me of the Latino Heat one. Um, I could see that, I guess. Uh, but... I don't know. I, I'm just fed up with black. It's like, oh, it, it's just a print on a black t-shirt. All that's, of them. That's, and that's wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, they look badass. They look cool. I, I thought they looked cool. I like their, their kind of titantron with them walking forward in the masks and yeah. pulling it off and then they, they look great uh yeah I, i'm really high on this team look i said they look great i just don't like the shirt but they still look cool they look badass they're all a team they're the unit here and breeze angle of course looking good with their tag titles it's a street fight so they're wearing t-shirts oh they're, yeah they're naitoing it up yep shout out naito fucking fi- i can finally watch new japan again 
great yeah naito in those <laughs> wonderful main events of his i hate naito but you know who i hate more evil <laughs> yeah uh, i can't say i'm high on naito at all. i'm not at all either but um, then so neither of those guys are in this match but uh legato del fantasma Breezango and Swerve Scott. And right as this match starts, Joaquin Wilde just flies through. Yeah, what, what I like with the start of this match is, you know you have some no-DQ matches that start in the ring and then you go to the outside and you crawl under the ring and grab the chairs and stuff. This right away felt like a street fight. As you said, they've come in there in their T-shirts. Um, they come, come in carrying weapons, grabbing weapons on the way to the ring and you have Wilde just diving right at them. It woke me up and I was like, oh, all right, this is going to be fun. Uh, So it instantly starts the match off on the outside. Everyone's fighting everyone. And then you start to realize that there's just weapons everywhere. Yeah. There's a ladder. There's tables. There's chairs. There's, oh my, there's trash cans. There's everything. Trust me, everything. So uh, there's like... Raul, who is in the ring, gets drop kicked in the butt, sending him flying into a chair into the corner. They're then, like I said, using trash cans in the lids, smashing each other up. And then something happened that made me laugh out loud and shake my head. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, okay. Fandango gets in the ring. He puts the ladder. This is just a street oh, fight, I know, by the way. I know exactly. You what already you're know. You can already read my mind. This is not a ladder match, but Fandango puts the ladder like his head through one of the rungs, classic, and then does the helicopter and spins it around. But it's not a ladder match, but he's doing this anyway and cleans the ring. Yeah. Beth Phoenix (laughs) on commentary. Look at Fandango with this unique maneuver with the ladder. So unorthodox. Whoa. It's, I always call it the Bubba Ray Dudley spot. Yes. Because this, he kind of, I think it was that WrestleMania 2000 ladder match was maybe the first time I've seen someone do this. So we're talking 20 years. So Beth just saw this. <laughs> and Beth's like, that's amazing. Whoa. Fandango uh, is so innovative. He's right spinning now. the ladder. It's so unique. <laughs> wow. Look at that. I don't I, think I thought exactly the same. I thing. don't think I've seen a ladder match where they don't fucking I do know. this. <laughs> this, is, this isn't even a ladder match. No. <laughs> Damn. Wow. I was just like laughing. I'm like, what? Uh, there's a move where it looks as if. Uh, Legato Del Fantasma is trying to do some double team on Fandango, but he counters and does like a slingshot, sending Joaquin's face into his own partner Raul's balls. And then uh, Beth kind of saves herself and goes, oh, right in the broveries. Uh, and Wade Barrett says, yes, the wedding tackle, uh, which I, I know you say once in a while. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming I understand what it means. Yo, dick. <laughs> uh, you're, what do I say? The meat and gravy? Meat yeah. and gravy. <laughs> It's definitely not it. Uh, so there's like a double team where his head gets flying into Raul's balls. And then the fire extinguisher is brought out. And I'm like, what? What is going on in this match? Uh, it's just chaos. There's the fire extinguisher all over the, the baddies here. When they go, Then they go to commercial break. But when we come back, Fandango is just dead. They just they come back from commercial and he's just laying in the bu- and through a table. And you're like, what did I miss here? And they fill us in that... During the break, Legato Del Fantasma do take advantage again and then do like this, almost like the Shane O'Mac kind of triple team flying, what, do you, what is like he? Coast to coast? Coast to coast yeah. almost in the corner, uh, which should like not be, shouldn't that be their finish? That's a sweet looking move. Cool, yeah. And then it, the match just continued. Uh, and then they throw Fandango through the table and that's kind of where they're ke- catching us up to speed what was happening during the break. But Fandango just looks dead. It was a funny shot. Um, 
then we see Fandango, uh, sorry, then we see Santos, who is trying to get, get the advantage on Swerve and does a flying tope, but when he does it, he hits like the headbutt. Obviously, he's not wearing the loaded mask because that would be a sweet way to do the flying headbutt with that oh, mask, yeah. the loaded, the quote unquote loaded mask. Uh, so he's beating down on Swerve. Uh, they beat down on Tyler Breeze and Imperium show up and they, they help Legato beat up on Tyler Breeze. So now it's just like five dudes just kicking the shit out of Tyler. It's like a gang beating here. They're just like stomping him out. Um, and while this is all happening, Fandango and Isaiah Swerve Scott are on top of a forklift and both jump off with like swan diving flips onto everyone into the ring. Uh, looked great. Looked and great. The camera angle, like the camera was like on a crane right behind them. So looking down the ring, I thought it looked awesome. It looked really cool, but like, what? Where did this, what, what? Hey, it's, right. a, it's a set. They've still got, as I said, they bought all the stuff over from the PC. I guess. Still putting it up. I was just a little. with the lights. I was just taking it back. Like, oh, okay. Um, but then when they, so it was a pretty cool dive. Like yeah, the dive it, it off, right. yeah. off the, the mm. forklift spot looked awesome. And then when kind of the dust settles and everyone kind of clears the ring from this spot, it leaves Santos in the ring who thinks he's, he's the only one standing. He's kind of got this grin on his face, but he backs up right into Swerve who hits him with the JML driver. Oh, and Santos sold this amazingly. Yeah, because it, um, you lift him up, and as like his face was in the air, he just sells like, oh ah! shit, like yeah, look great, and eats it like back of the neck. Looked fantastic. And Swerve gets the pin on Santos. He said it. He has his number. He knows he could beat him, and he showed us here tonight. Um, yeah. So Breezango and Swerve beat Legato del Fantasma in the street fight. This was a lot of fun and a, and a great way to start the show for sure. I loved this. I thought this was such a high energy match. Um, I think Breezango have really won me over over the last couple of months. And I know people are going to be kind of sneering at the fact that they're your NXT tag champions, but I think they've been great. And I thought they were awesome in this match. Uh, everyone was awesome in this match. It was so, it was just so fun. And like all the, all the weapon spots were great. There were so many like, uh, runners that would catapult people headfirst into a chair and that kind of thing. It just kept moving. I think it, it grabbed your attention. This felt like what AEW does at the beginning of their shows, where it's let's have a really hot tag match to just kick things off. Um, it's funny starting in the ring, no promos, no bullshit. Um, had a good length of time. I, I love this. Yeah, look, it, this actually reminded me of the street fight we saw on AEW that kind of set up the stadium stampede. Yeah. And it involves people wearing t-shirts and Kenny doing the moonsault off the forklift. Now, if we're comparing forklift spots, Kenny hasn't beat, in my opinion. Yeah. But this was still pretty cool th- for them to do. You know what? Um, you could, you could, you could hear the AEW people being like, ah, they, they kind of just stole the, the shit from AEW, like a little late, but they're just doing what they did. But, you know what? Everyone this was steals great. from everyone. Yeah, as long yeah. as it's good, as long as it's entertaining, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was a lot of fun for an opener and, uh, it kind of leaves you, 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 I don't, <laughs> I, the only thing I don't is Imperium is still like they want their titles back. I guess you could go to that rematch and stuff. Well, but... I think that made sense. Im- Imperium have a, a rematch clause. Um, yeah. So yeah. So Imperium obviously were beating down. 
Tyler, but should have focused on Bre- uh, Fandango as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see either a one-on-one rematch against them or some sort of three-way, which could be just don't don't do a ladder match, please. <laughs> with, We've had our fair share of with his unique maneuvers with, with his his the unique ladder. Maneuvers, wow, no ladder matches. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm I'm projecting we see uh, Swerve and Santos again down the line as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. He need, he deserves another shot there. We have a video package for Tegan Knox, and she is just really upset about her friend Candice LeRae and how they're best friends, how they came up on the indies together, they met overseas, and Tegan just hopes that they can just hash it out, you know, have a girls' night, talk over some wine. The Gargano way ruined Candice's spark, and I hate it. And I need to fix it. I know you're not keen on this. I like this because it it feels real. I thought Tegan Knox sounded very genuine here. And it it kind of reminds me of... You finish high school and you go to university and your best friend has like made some new friends at university who oh. are very different from how you are. Well, wait, isn't and this Candace got, got a new boyfriend in college? Exa- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and they've come back and their looks change and they've, uh, they're kind of got a bit of an attitude wow. and you don't have that connection anymore, but you're like, we've been best friends since we were 12. Like what's going on. Right. And even though I know you've changed, it's like, I still want to be your mate and have those times. Like I, I find it quite genuine. And I thought Tegan sounded good here with this promo. Uh, look, you're, it, it is funny. That is pretty much like, hey, Candace, you, you and your, your, your husband kind of, uh. Are you on drugs, Candace? <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> uh, in my opinion, Tegan, you know, stick your, get your nose out of their business. She's a married woman. They have a place together. They're a power couple. What are you doing, Tegan? What are you doing? Also, Tegan, you you, you complain about your friends. It seems you have a lot of issues with friends from what I've gathered from watching NXT for the past few years. Because it seems like your friends don't like you, Tegan. So maybe Tegan is the problem. I want to see a start going off on J.K. Rowling as well. <laughs> Why does Tegan hate J.K. Rowling? No, no Tegan loves Harry Potter. Oh, 2020 yes. is fucked. So the world yeah. hates J.K. Rowling now. Wow. Uh, is she on Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> <laughs> Are we reviewing that? Are you doing a Carol uh, a follow up on your Tiger King review? You and Daniel Lloyd have to review Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just I'm like Tegan. Like you're complaining about your friends, and you're like Candice. Candice, I know what we need. We just need some wine. Tegan, it sounds like you have a problem. (laughs) You and your friend, we need to hash it out. Look. Yeah, you do, but it seems like y- your friends don't like you very much. But, like, th- this makes sense. It's not like, uh, it's Candice, I don't like what you've become, so let's fight in a wrestling match. It's like, hey, hey, girl, yeah. let's just chat. Okay, look, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a <laughs> shot, but I'm, I, I'm not... Feud of the year for me. <laughs> yeah. Long-term storytelling. Well, speaking of Candice LeRae, what is it, the Poison Pixie? Yeah. The Poison Pixie, who definitely looks like she was hanging out in some, like, raves or something. I've seen people in this outfit outfit before. Uh, Candice in the in the rave gear. But Candice LeRae is going up against Casey Catanzaro, who comes out with uh, Caden Carter, because they're the tag Best team. Best friends. The, more friends. Yeah. Uh, I kind of liked how they did this, actually, because they just told you the story... About how Candice and 
Tegan. Tegan, we're friends. We're friends. And then it's like, well, look at these two. And then Wade Barrett's like, they're nice and they're friends. Ain't gonna last. Not gonna happen. Of One not. of them's gonna fuck the other over. What What I found funny is their entrance was, you know, when you're you're watching a TV show and then it's like, next on USA is this. And it shows the graphic in the corner and they're like posing back yeah. to back. That's their top of the stage pose. Yeah, it is. Like, this guy. Back to back, like I'm on the cover of Lethal Weapon. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> the Drake lyric is, I'm back to back like that. Yeah, that's ex- they're doing the classic buddy cop. Like, yeah, exactly. Huh. Uh, so We're different, but we get along. <laughs> Uh, well, they have matching gear now, so maybe they're not so different mm. after all. Uh, but Casey Catanzaro is the one who is facing Candace here. Um, there's Candace who kind of rushes her early on, but Caden, uh, sorry, Casey gets like this head scissor to Candace, but then she ain't taking none of that and gets Casey hung up in the ropes upside down and hits like this neck breaker, rope assisted neck breaker. Looked really awesome. Uh, now Loray is just working the, the back on the neck of Casey. Runs at her with like the overhead neck snapping thing at some point. Um, and Casey gets some offense in. She hits some pretty like cool oh, innovations. She's, in, she's improved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. De- definitely improved. Not even just the wrestling, but like the, the presence, the poise, the everything. I wrote down fire. On her comeback, she showed like a like real aggression because we're used to seeing her as the um, like American Ninja Warrior. She can climb the turnbuckle. She yeah. can run the rope. She can do some cool spotty looking things. But I really liked it when she took it to Candice here and was actually giving like pretty vicious strikes in the corner. And you're like, yeah, go on. Uh, I will say Candice is like so fantastic. Um, I know we we like went off about EO versus Candice last year at Takeover yeah. Toronto, but like. I will say, Casey Catanzaro has greatly improved. She looks really oh, good yeah. here. However, you're in the ring with Candace, and like, wow, she she's gonna be a trainer down the line. She's gonna she something about Candace's way of working. There's a reason why she was what she was doing on the Indies, Rick. Well, like, even take that ladder match. Yeah, her involvement in that. She's, awesome. She's, she's great. a real like safe pair of hands that you can throw this woman into a multi man ladder great. match, and she can. Like, outshine some of them. Because then you have Vic Joseph on commentary and Wade Barrett. And Vic Joseph's like, okay, Candice here is is getting in some sort of submission. And then Candice gets the surfboard, but Candice turns it into a stomp. Like, the fu- a fucking curb stomp. And Wade Barrett is like, that's no submission. What a call. And then that, Candace, that was cool of the night. Yeah. yeah. That was no submission. That was that, a knockout yeah. blow. <laughs> and, and Candace pins Casey Catanzaro off this surfboard. Surfboard. Uh, this move is crazy. This was great. <laughs> this is a deadly finish. I don't know how you can take this without hurting your face. I think it looked great. This makes sense as a heel. Like the, the kind of Cabrada lion salt is, it's flashy. So it's more of a baby face move. Um, yeah, I, I like this for Candace and, um, Obviously, we're going to be going with the, the kind of Tegan storyline, but I feel this is a way to build Candice up as a contender for EO as yes. well. This was what... Um, we kind of criticised the Dakota kai Jesse Kamea match the other week because Kamea got a bit too much in, okay. we thought, and Dakota is your challenger, and she kind of made hard work of beating Kamea. Right. Whereas this... This I enjoyed because they allowed Candice, uh, sorry, Casey to get a bit in. But then at the end, Candice was like, right, match is over and hits this killer knockout stomp. Um, 
it made her look just completely badass and one of your like top contenders in the division. Um, but also you came out going, hey, Casey's Casey's looking great and will be a star in a in yeah, a Yeah, definitely. In a I like, see the it. future looks bright, you know? I see it. I see it. I, I just, I see so much potential of like even further with Candace. I just see like she's got the look down. Even with this, was it the poison pixie gimmick kind of thing? She yeah. got the wings on in, in the entrance. She just looks like a, a star to me now. Like yeah. she, she is now coming. If you looked at the evolution of Candace through not even the Indies, but NXT, you're like, oh wow, like you've, you've, Become into and, your own and so I much. Would buy her as someone to take the title off of Eo, one hundred percent. Well, yeah. and then because that's that's the match we're kind of hoping. We for? were surprised it, we didn't go back to that. Yeah, a year I later. Think, yeah, like Mania. I think they, they might have had a TV match. I can't remember, but I was surprised that they didn't revisit that match because the match in Toronto was fantastic. Uh, and I love this finish. Uh, is this one of my new favorite wrestling moves? This, Maybe. I mean, we've seen it before, but coming from Canada, don't try it on your girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, what about uh, last week after uh, we did Up Next, we uh, we went to uh, a bar near yeah. our house, a patio near our house, and we had a few drinks, and then we got in an Uber, and then we Ubered to another bar, literally at one fifty nine. we get out, and there's people like smoking, we look like we're like rock stars, we walk right into the bar, make our order at like one fifty nine. I said to you in the 55. car, I was like, it's 159, you need to know exactly what you want yeah. to order. So we um, go in and we're like, two shots, two of this. But the, boom, reason, boom, boom. One the reason I bring it up is, so we get to the bar literally at like right at two o'clock and they, they serve us our drinks and we, we have our drinks and we're there. But then there was a guy who was like at this bar and he was starting shit with some of the, the, the bartenders. And they were like, we're not going to serve you. Oh, yeah. You, we're not going to serve you because, like, you're a terrible person. He's, he's, he's spewing all sorts of... He looks like he's fucked up. He had his, like, own can with him that yeah. was from there and stuff. So he, like, tries to cause a scene and they kick him out. Well, they tell him to leave. But then it's, like, me and you... It's these two girl bartenders and then it's me and you. And we're like, okay, we got to, like... We got we to gotta step up. And me and you had a, a few, like, pops. And I remember saying to you, I'm like, David... Now is the time we try out some of these. We've been watching wrestling all day. We did up next. This guy deserves a shatter Just machine. Just give the Midnight Express. I think, I think our move now, the next time we, we have an altercation in a bar, um, we get a forklift and we jump off yes. of it. <laughs> or we hit the, the, the golden trigger. I think that would be Just our move. Just a disclaimer, we're not violent people. <laughs> We don't go around. We were on the good. We were the good. Up nasty alcoholics. We were on Toronto. the good side. We were just on the defense because this guy was uh, pretty scared, scaring off, like scaring these the, these friends of ours who are working. And it was he was a pretty awful person to be completely yeah, honest. And, and the shit he was saying. So we were ready. We were ready to hit some. Yeah. I'm going to practice this Candice LeRae stomp. <laughs> He's going to get it if I see that guy again um, with his bucket hat. So Candice LeRae after that match, I don't know how we got with um, how we got to there, but no, Candace- I don't. I <laughs> <laughs> Even in the afternoon, sober, we're, we still go on weird little tangerines. <laughs> um, Candice LeRae grabs the stick. She says, "Look, that was a little distracting." This friendship between Casey and Caden reminded me of Tegan and myself. And Tegan, you you say you want to talk it over, you want to hash things out. Well, come by the house. Dinner's on me. And she walks off. So. Again, I liked it. This is the girl coming back from uni who's like, all right, like, she gets a text. Come on, let's meet up. And it's like, ah. But my boyfriend's. Okay. 
Uh, so we're going to get dinner at the Gargano's again. Nice. <laughs> With Tegan. Yeah. Right? And is then that t- our meal next week? Because we know this is coming. We've got to do the chicken Caesar salad. Is that you, next week? Is that what the, I know they like bake and stuff on their like YouTube and Facebook and stuff together. So maybe that's what they're, they're having wine, obviously. So yep. we have to have some we'll wine. Have some wine. Uh, I just, I just want the, the camera rolling when Tegan comes over. And Candace is like, hey, like, here's dinner, sit down. And they all sit at the dinner table. And Tegan's like, yo, why is there a jock strap on your table? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I still don't like a jock strap on your dinner table. <laughs> Johnny Gargano is just in the background trying on all his different superhero and toy geek costumes. He's like, like hey, don't mind me, girls. <laughs> hey, Tegan, hey, Tegan, wh- what's my gear? What's my gear? Uh, he should be Harry Potter. <laughs> There'll be a, a whole team, and they'll come out as different, like, what, <laughs> yeah. Hufflepuffs and Muggles? And, yeah. I don't know. Dragons? Quidditches? Quidditch? Is that a thing? So that's going to be Dinner at the Garganos. Dinner at the Garganos. Again, Thanks can't week. wait. With Tegan Knox. Someone who's not going to be at the Garganos is Rhea Ripley. She is fuming. She is mad. She's talking about how she basically killed Mercedes Martinez. She's like, look, I threw you into concrete, and you still want to bark at me? You, you, you must be thick headed. Well, I want to fight you where no one can get involved. And I want you in a steel cage match. Rhea Ripley's still the heel in this. Tonight. Yes. Yeah. It's really because weird. the story is Robert Stone is like, Hey, you've been floundering. You were the hottest thing in NXT at the end of last year. And then you've kind of sucked this year. Can I help you? And instead of going, no, Robert, you know, this is something I need to go through on my own. I need to try and figure this out on my own. She puts him through a table. She puts him through a table and then encourages Shotzi to repeatedly run him over with a tank. Whereas Mercedes Martinez, she's been like associated with this company for a long time. If you think back to the Mae Young Classic and stuff. And, but she's never had a break. Robert Stone's like, hey. Do you want to, do you want me to help you out? She's like weird fit, but okay. She's on a bit of a roll. Yeah. So Ripley's like, hey, you need to get your nose out of my business, or maybe just don't beat up someone who's just trying to be nice. You know, Rhea Ripley. You just <laughs> we we say on this show, she's always the bully. She's always going nah nah, <laughs> like literally always does that. And you know what? You're right. If you look at this in a movie or something, it's like the characters like, hey, uh, Ripley, together we can like you know become a force. She's like, nah, fuck off. And he's like, all right, hey, Mercedes, like, I think we could work something out. And then it clicks with Mercedes, and then it just starts to blow up. And now Rhea's in the corner like, fuck, that could have been me. I'm still losing all the time. I just keep dyeing my hair and buying more chains. (laughs) Not winning matches, though. Uh, Mercedes versus Rhea Ripley in a cage match. That should be pretty good. That should be really good. Like, we're we're joking about it, but uh, I'm actually quite looking forward to seeing these two go at it. And... Uh, yeah, cage match as well. Why not? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, it's 2020. The whole world's in a cage match. We go to our next match. Not someone who won't fit in a cage. The colossal Bronson Reed. Did you catch that? Because they said it six times. Yes. To make sure that you're, you know this is now his name. <laughs> this is the best entrance in wrestling now. Oh, it's I so good. This titantron of him... Like the silhouette of him walking through like a big city. Yeah. You've got the helicopters flying around. It's and so then he sick. appears. Even the the touch of just the smoke coming up during this, it looks 
awesome. Yeah, I, I love this guy. I'm glad they kept this, not just for TakeOver, but right. this is his entrance now. So they're yeah. totally... St- I always compared him to, like, the, the Godzilla oh, King that's Kong. That's what he and calls that's, himself. Yeah, yeah now he's... he's so, so now he is the Colossal, not Colossus. The Colossal. Bronson Reed. I was mentioning uh, my Godzilla... Uh, fix, la, la, finished final Godzilla Final Wars. That's a future review. Bronson Reed could be in that movie. He looks this. In, this intro is great, and I was a little sour at the end of this because I'm like, man, this guy's great. Why is uh. Bronson Reed versus Timothy Thatcher? So all these guys want the North American title, and they're kind of letting it be known. We had Bronson Reed and Thatcher last week, and kind of. Austin Theory sticking his nose in there as well, which we'll get to. Um, so Thatcher and Reed start out here, and Thatcher keeps trying to obviously like Matt wrestle. Thatch can wrestle Reed, but he just keeps like swatting him away. Like I'm stronger and bigger, and like throwing him aside, escaping everything because he's just way stronger, way bigger. Uh, Thatcher then comes up. He's like, I can't out grapple you, so I'll try to strike you. Hit them with this like deadly uppercut, and Reed is like. Fuck you. And just hits him with a <laughs> forearm right back, knocking him down. And then a standing senton. And then a huge lariat. But now Reed is kind of selling that. He maybe have extended his arm a little bit. Timothy Thatcher scouts it and just starts working on the arm. And shout out Reed with this, this selling here of his arm. There's a whole story yeah. just in this little match now. It looked great. Um, but Reed does fight back. He does this like el- rope jumping elbow drop, I think hopefully with the other elbow, um, and then hits a tope suicida to Thatcher on the outside. And this is where Austin Theory shows up when the ref isn't looking with like a flying bulldog out of nowhere, really, onto Reed, who just gets up and goes into the ring, which then Thatcher attacks the arm, locks in some sort of arm bar. They're rolling around the ring. Reed is screaming in pain. He's trying to reach the ropes. Thatcher then switches the armbar into the Fujiwara armbar. Bronson Reed, in the middle of the ring, has nowhere to go, and the Colossal taps out. And I was so mad at my TV. I'm like, no! Damn it, you're doing it wrong! Uh, look, uh, this was a short little match, and I really liked it. It obviously advances the Austin Theory-Bronson Reed storyline, which is, you know, cool. It gives sto- some storylines to some different people, and I think Reed is... Someone who is the future of, of NXT here. Uh, I know Thatcher is, is a favorite to a lot of people, but every time I watch Thatcher lately, I'm looking at the other guy. I'm like, man, this mm. guy is great. And this, I, I just see stars in, in Bronson Reed. This was really cool. And I'm not knocking Thatcher. It's just something like, okay, you won this match. So you're going to go face Priest and lose. And then you're back at where you are. I, I can see them trying to heat Thatcher up for an actual NXT title. Title run. Oh, okay. uh, I can see him versus Balor down the line. Okay. Uh, I think they're... Again? We just saw that. True. It wasn't that great, to True. be honest. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't mind Bronson losing here. I really like Bronson Reed. I don't think a loss on TV with interference, he, he, yeah, it was interference. really harms him at all. Uh, I would love to see um, kind of... Samoa Joe take this guy under his wing. Having having watched those X Division matches and like Oh, you're in Joe mode now. I'm in Joe mode. Yeah. And there's a lot of Joe in Bronson Reed, I think. And I think if he could uh even taking a kind of promo style of Joe would help this guy. Because he hasn't been too impressive on the mic. Sure. But I'm like rooting for this guy. Yeah. I think I think he's already improved so much in his time in NXT. Um 
Thatcher, I think they, I think they kind of want to keep him relatively strong because I, I think he's a, a heel they can trust will put on solid matches against pretty much anyone. Sure. So they can slot him into a world title match for not, not necessarily a long feud, but to, to cover a bit of time. And I think they're aware that they do need to get away from their Coles, their Garganos, their Champers, and look at building something fresh. And I think they're doing pretty well with that North American division. And like, like we mentioned, Bronson Reed comes out with like the whole new gear, whole new name, whole new t-shirt, whole new t- Tron. So like, yeah. I gotta say, I like Reed's gear, but I don't know if he should be wearing skull and crossbones when it's the symbol of Legado del Fantasma. Yeah, I think he looks cool in that gear. I, I, legit, like, yeah. like anything else. Yeah. Any, his Bam Bam stuff was cool, but you've literally got this faction who their arm, their faction armband is Skull and Crossbones. He has and been you're wearing, wearing it on the front of your uh, single. You know what, though? I'm pretty sure he wore it in the indies. Right. I'm pretty sure he's worn that for a while. When he was, I just think, change it. Like it's rock. having... You wouldn't have a guy going around with wearing a skull with smoke coming out of it, would you? Sure. You know? Right. Um, uh, I, I think he looks right. I think this is, he's one of the, the coolest stars I watch every week. Uh, I think he should, he should be in this, the role he's in. He should be continued to be pushed. I, I, I love watching this guy. He's yeah. grown so much. If you were to listen to, I don't know, when, whenever we talked about him, when he first kind of started showing up, we were like, yeah, this guy has some potential and he's like rough around the edges, but now it's like he's fully coming into his own. But it's it great also, to watch he, it. When he came in, the way he, his promos and stuff, the way he was talking, I was expecting to see Tomohiro Ishii. He's like, I'm the, the king of strong. Oz style. Yeah. And, strong style. And it's like, you're, style. you're not strong style, though. That's not your, he wasn't doing that's anything. Not your style. Yeah, now he wasn't he's doing moved it. away from that. And you see, oh, you're not strong style, but the sh- shit you do is cool. Yeah. Uh, I think Johnny Gargano in our Fatal 4-Way 2K just got a fall on Finn Balor. Okay. So there, there's Weirdly, three- <laughs> the scores haven't come up. <laughs> there's um, no scores, but the match has three minutes and 40 a, there's seconds. There's been a lot of falls in this So match. by the time we get talking about this four-way, yep. this match will be over and we'll fill you in on our will 2K. Will it be a draw? <laughs> will it be? No, that would be dumb. <laughs> yes. So Bronson Reed loses to Thatcher. Austin Theory caused it. And we are going to get Austin Theory versus Bronson Reed. Yep. Uh, probably next week. So, um, looking forward to that as well. Um, yeah, it's interesting. You know, we're, we have the NXT UK coming back and there's a lot of names that are probably coming back. And it's this whole, the, the whole speaking out movement in wrestling has made a lot of people sour to wrestling just in general. Cause you're like, wow, that's some fucked up stuff. Um, but. It's, it is, it is kind of hard to kind of you being the judge and jury of stuff, like I, as a fan, it's, yeah. It's I mean, hard. I think we definitely have our opinions on yeah. a lot of people. Um, but also for the, for the sake of the show, we, we try and divorce ourselves as much as possible when reviewing the show in hand, but it, it is hard. Like I don't particularly want to be watching these guys. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, it's just kind of still in this like awkward, thing where you're like uh uh, i don't know but uh we continue to just review the shows as is as is here on up next well it's time to see who the true iron man of nxt is the fatal four-way iron man match now this match has never happened in the wwe until someone listened to us talk about this match 
about RR2K yep. and said, hey, that's actually a that pretty, sounds cool. That's a pretty good idea. So they decided to book it. All former champions, Finn Balor versus Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano versus Tomasa Champa. All of them have held the NXT title. All of them have held many titles. And Johnny, Johnny Gargano is the only one who's held the title for like 40, 50 days and all the rest of the like 200s. Epic, epic long. <laughs> uh, I did like when, um, when they came out and they had their sort of like tail of the tape, their facts yeah. as they came out. Um, how like you had, uh, like Adam Cole, longest reigning NXT champion, uh, Johnny Gargano, Gargano's was first ever triple crown champion. Right. And Champers was was winning team captain at war games. <laughs> like, oh yeah, cool. I forgot about that. Cool. That was a long, that was almost a year ago. <laughs> but uh thanks. Great. Uh so yeah, all all four of these guys are the main staples, the pillars of I guess of NXT you could say, because we lost Karrion Cross, who they put the rocket on and he's injured, so that they were forced like into this weird what do we do with the title? Well, they still didn't know what to do with the title even after this, but an epic, epic match to, to, to end the show. An hour long Iron Man match. Just the entrances alone, I suddenly went, Oh, this is the takeover main event I missed out on. Like this, this felt, I felt excited. I felt takeover level excited for sure. this match, which I wasn't when Keith Lee and Karen Cross were coming out. I think just the the improvement of the set, um, the kind of stakes going into it, and these being your like big franchise players. Um, just as you're you're talking, our WWE 2K Fatal Four Way match has just concluded, and uh, new NXT champion, Mister NXT, Mister Takeover, the Wednesday Night. <laughs> Johnny Gargano in, in 2K19 is our new NXT oh, champion. that means we're going to get Daniel Bryan chasing Do- Johnny Gargano wow. for the NXT title. Our GM that mode is lit. Our GM mode is, our EFED in our 2K <laughs> is on fire, okay? Uh, but back to reality, NXT, the Iron Man. So Sean and Brett, they had to do it an hour at WrestleMania, and people were like, this is boring, I'm leaving. Mm. But now four guys in an empty arena are going to do it here <laughs> in an Iron Man match. <laughs> yeah, I, I think actually the the multiple bodies really helps this match yes. because it, it doesn't let up. You can have yeah. a bit of a rest on the outside um, and just the action is, is moving co- constantly for a whole hour here. Yeah. Uh, I think it really works, actually. Uh, I was totally expecting Johnny to come out in his... New York Iron Man attire, right. but he didn't. Oh, that would have made sense. Yeah, yeah. but then uh, as someone in the chat right now is saying, that's because he's a heel, and he's like, yeah. "I'm not giving you that uh, that thing unless he was such a nerd that it's also it's- TV. He's like, I am wearing my special gear for TV. He hasn't worn that gear since, I don't think. Like, he only, no, he only wears his takeover gear once. He, no, he I wore think Venom he, a couple of times. I think he wore the Iron Man again at Takeover 25. I could be wrong think so maybe i don't know you're right maybe huh. he only wore it in new york yeah that was some tight gear mm. he, is, he is a gear gear god that johnny gargano well fatal four-way starts off this is a long match because it is in fact an hour or quote unquote an hour because i think this was taped and i don't know if it was uh altered near the end to, with uh, the magic of editing and tv i don't know just saying really uh, it felt like an hour to me. It was an hour, right. but there was some times where I'm like, wait a second. 
Oh, you think they did a few cuts? I don't know. Just okay. saying. As a fan, I don't know. Let me know if I'm crazy, but definitely towards the end. Johnny Gargano's the the heel in this. This is actually quite interesting. The story of all four of these guys. This, If this was your takeover main event at, I don't know, a SummerSlam or WrestleMania weekend, and you were going to this... You would be, you would be like, oh shit, I have to go to this show. A fatal four between these four guys sounds great. And the history here has kind of, it's actually, it's Johnny who has history with everyone and everyone else kind of is hit or miss. Yep. So it's quite interesting. Champa just turned heel. Cha- I think it's just Champa and Bala who don't really, sorry, Champa, yeah, Champa and Bala who don't really have a feud. But, everyone else has. But Balor and Cole, like, they had a little bit, but I feel like there's, there needs, there's not really, like, history, yeah. history. Uh, so Johnny Gargano is a heel. Champa's a heel. Balor's the cool face heel. And Adam Cole is just the tweener. So Johnny Gargano plays the heel and dips out of the match early on. He's like, he's the classic, like, no, 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 you guys fight. Uh, which then Tomasa Champa just starts hitting flying knees everyone. He was like, hey, Randy Orton. Are you watching? Watch these knees and these knee slaps. Um, what is it? Thigh slaps? So it's just chaos, as you would imagine, um, in a four-way Ironman match. Uh, all the guys are running around, nailing each other. Uh, like I said, Champa hits the like running knees on the outside, sending people into guardrails. Johnny finally comes back in, and he's beating... He's basically like... A hyena or like a vulture. He's picking the, the bones of other people's work. Like if, if you're already down and beat on, he'll like come in and beat you up and take advantage. Um, and then Johnny, uh, does, is beating up Finn and then does the finger guns at like Finn Balor, like, ah, and then, um, Champa tries to get into the ring and he throws Champa out of the ring and he's like, get out of my life, Champa. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's he's now beating up Adam Cole, and it just shows you like the different history avenues that Johnny. It's like, damn, Johnny, yeah. you got beef with everyone. You've been here for a while, um, and he's beating up on Adam Cole. And I, and there's a spot where Cole like tries to fight back, but Johnny goes, ah, you chipped my tooth. Johnny's just talking shit this whole match. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Um, Johnny hits some sort of like. What is it, like the Kiwi Crusher kind of move, like a Michinoku driver yeah. type move on Adam Cole, but it's only a two count. Adam Cole comes back with an Ushigoroshi uh, for a two count, which just looks awesome. There's then a Tower of Doom spot in the corner where Champa, Balor, and Cole are all laid out. And Johnny just crawls in, tries to pin everyone, but everyone keeps kicking out. Um, and then all four guys are up. And there's just crazy exchange. I think it starts with Finn and, and Johnny where they're like tying each other up, running back and forth, countering and countering. And then one guy will hit a move, but then Champa will come into the mix and then Cole will come to the mix. I thought some of the, the base wrestling of this match was actually really fantastic. The way that this was an hour long match and they still managed to continue the flow of it showed you that like you couldn't just put your your like newer guys into a scenario no, like this for sure you need to have the history i think this is the sequence um it's about 20 minutes into it where kind of everyone's coming in with their kicks cole hits his enziguri and then champa runs with the knee and then he gets taken out yeah it's there's... like the first like breath in the match because everyone's now down on the mat and those first like 20 minutes are just constant uh, they go to picture in picture, and during picture and picture, Johnny Gargano locks in the Gargano escape simultaneously while Champa locks in the arm bar. So during picture and picture. Yeah, I I don't really pay attention to PMP usually. Um but 
part of me was like, I wouldn't be surprised if they do a fall in the break just to be like, don't turn over, keep your eyes on this. This was pretty much the only time I've really focused on PNP as it's gone on. I was, they had some huge spots in picture and picture. The commercial hit and I, I lean back and I, I'm sparking, I'm sparking my smoke and I'm like you, I'm not really. It's picture in picture. I'm like looking away. And then I just like glance over while I'm taking a drag. And I look and I'm seeing them lock in the moves both at the same time. And I, I felt, I got up. I'm like, Hey, wait a second. What's going on? Yeah. Here? We had the, uh, we had the sushi Garoshi in a commercial break. We had the air crash. I believe there was, yeah, a lot happening during the breaks. I, I, I have, uh, the, some negatives from this entire match is the commercials. They went to so, I know it's TV and I know it's an hour long. So like, yeah, you have to have commercials, but wouldn't this be one of the times you get the limited commercials? Cause you were going oh, away. Unopposed. They, they were cutting away at awful times. They were cutting at terrible. And then they'd come back and there'd be Adam Cole with a fucking chin lock. I'm like, why didn't you do the chin lock during PMP? And why didn't you do the cool shit? When I'm actually watching, when there's sound, when I can actually see and not in a tiny corner, that was a huge gripe for this match. It actually made it really annoying. Uh, I, I'm a wrestling nerd. I'm a mark mm. and I want to live in a world where wrestling is treated like, like sports. If you go to a hockey game, you go to, you know, like, yeah, you don't break, you don't the break action. during no. the match ever. And I know you can't do wrestling on TV without actually going to commercial break, but fuck, like it actually, you don't see UFC going, Hey, we'll be right back. No. Like it's annoying, but think I I agree with you. It's annoying, but from a business point of view, you got to have commercials in yes, there, of course, and you're gonna put your commercials in the most watched bit because I'm sure there are people that are like, eh, Breezango don't really care about watching them, right? Um, Candice Ray, Casey Catanzaro, no. Okay, well I know the last hour is gonna be the main event, so I'll go and do my groceries, have my dinner, and then sit down at 9 p.m. for the main event. And that's when you need to have commercials in to make money. What's it's with, annoying, but I get it. What's with commercials in wrestling? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ben, in the chat. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, that's just a gripe I've, I've had for a long time yeah, in wrestling. I don't but like, I understand. People are going to be like, no, you're dumb. They need commercials. I know. I'm, I'm saying, obviously, you need commercials. But in a world, you know, in a different world, different galaxy, no breaks. Uh, when they come back from commercial break, there was no tap outs from the DIY submissions. And there's no mention of it. Second gripe of this match, Vic Joseph, sorry, he doesn't watch NXT. He doesn't know the names of the moves. He doesn't bring up any of the history. This whole match is them recreating spots from all the different matches, and not once was it brought to the attention of the show. I, it's true. Not once. You had, you had all the different spots of literally recreating different spots from Johnny and Champa to Johnny and Finn to Champa and Cole. Like there's so many, and Cole and, and Johnny, there's literally so many callbacks. And Vic Joseph's like, Oh, you hit this last shot. No, it wasn't the last shot, but thanks, Vic. No, I agree. I mean, he's in a kind of, Tough spot, but difficult position because maybe you could have maybe you could have watched some NXT. Yeah, yeah, he clearly doesn't. Like, look, I actually don't hate Vic Joseph, but I can tell you as a wrestling fan, we're not stupid. If you've been watching no, the product for a long time, you would know this guy was not has not been. I watching. mean, I think even Tom Phillips would have done better. Obviously, Wade Barrett's been there just a couple of weeks. He he does seem like someone who he has does. actually been keeping up he to date with it, does. but it's different watching it at home and actually being there and calling everything like. We know so many of our listeners kind of just listen to us recap stuff right. and check out the takeovers. And that, that's been the case for a while. And 
like our knowledge because we follow this deeply. We know all the like little intricate stories and things. Beth Phoenix, she's not kind of she's kind of just a like a bit of seasoning on top. Do you know what I mean? You right. have you would have normally Moro and I guess Nigel back in the day who was really the main calling and then Beth gives her perspective as a former wrestler and stuff like that. But she's not going to be the one pointing out these yeah. things. Wade Barrett's just been there. Sorry, it does it does land on Vic as your Playboy yeah. play guy. He didn't know anything. He didn't know it. He didn't know anything. He didn't know names of moves. Vic Joseph, again, I don't dislike him. I actually think he has got a great voice. I think he's got definitely potential. But he reminds me of Michael Cole. You're there to do the job. Mm. You're not. You're not. You're not really the wrestling guy. You're just calling it. That's you're you're a broadcaster. Uh, I just didn't. I thought this lacked so hard because the storytelling was the main focus of this match. There's no actual crowd. So the main focus is like the guys in the ring and they were storytelling because they're like, we have a, we have an hour to fill. Let's do all these like callbacks. Let's create stories intertwining, which I thought was really cool, but it, the, the commentary really lacked because I'm like, Oh, that's like this. And Vic Joseph's like, hits him with this move. Yeah. So Wade, what do you think in the, when you've been in the ring and it's like, no, what? Vic, I agree. Vic, what are you doing? Um, we have a Gargano and Champa like tease where they kind of stare at each other, but then Finn and Cole throw them out, and then Finn and Adam Cole they stare at each other, and they too sweet each other. And Adam Cole is like, "Yeah, we've been in the Bullet Club. We're we're cool. Bullet Club's fine." And Finn tosses him out of the ring, hits a tope con hilo to a bunch of people, drop kicks Champa in the corner, hits the coup de gras. On Adam Cole, and we have our first pinfall in this Iron Man. Finn Balor gets the first one. It's Finn one, everyone else nil. Did I do that right? Yep. Right. We go to P&P, and you know, what else do you do when it's a commercial break? Have Champa hit his finishers on everyone <laughs> when you can't even hear it and barely can see it in the corner of your screen. Uh, so he's hitting Project Champa on Cole. Oh, I think he hits it on Finn. He hits it on Johnny. He hits it on Adam Cole. But they're all two counts. He's like, huh, maybe this isn't a good finisher. Um, we come back from break and then he hits a Widow's Bell. And the fairy tale ending on Finn Balor. But Johnny throws Champ out of the ring and picks up the scraps and pins Finn, making it 1-1-0-0. One, one, zero, zero. Oh, this is totally something I do in a video game. Yeah. Right? This is what you do. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> this is what I do to you to it's win you, these You matches. hit the buckshot lariat and I just throw you out the win, <laughs> ring and get the pin? Uh, yeah, I actually really like this. Look, I'll say it every show. Uh, Johnny Gargano is, to me, perfect like wrestler. He's got the, the wrestling down, obviously mm-hmm. one of the best in-ring workers, but is also like the character work of anything. He's this heel right now and you hate him. And you see Champa, who's like, I'd say the least hot in this program. Like he's got really, he just came back last yeah. week and it's just like, Hey, you get a title match. Didn't really make sense. But to steal the steam from Champa here is, is awesome. He's yeah. like, Hey, I'm still fucking your life up yeah 100%. i'm still messing your life up and he got the the three here so it's just great um so it's one one zero zero um cole comes in with a uh what is it a shining wizard and then goes for the last shot but it's blocked there's then super kicks everywhere and this is where adam cole hits the panama city sunrise Vic joseph knew the name of that move hits it on gargano 
and pins him. It's now one 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 zero. Uh, looked great here. Now Champ is like, shit, I gotta catch up. So he starts fighting back. He hits a double Willow's Bell, uh, which is very similar to Randy Orton's DDT. They have, they're gonna have a match one day, right? Yeah. Uh, this was awesome because Gargano took it and just stayed, there. stayed <laughs> upside down, just head planted in the mat, knocked out. Uh, just sold it brilliantly. Looked great. So while Johnny's upside down selling this uh, DDT, Adam Cole's in the ring and Champa picks him up and then he goes after him and hits the, sorry, he hits the fairy tale ending on Cole after the double Willow's Bell. And now it's tie game. It's one, 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 one. With 22 minutes left on the clock, there was something else Champa did, which again reminded me of the video game when, uh, kind of everyone was out of the ring. So he just went for a pin. He hadn't really hit anything. But, like, that's what I do when I'm desperate. Like, Stop in the game, it's everyone. like, oh, no one's by me to break it up, so I'll just go for the pinfall, because you might be too lit to kick out, like, get the button in the yeah, ring. Yeah, I might be too lit. <laughs> so, I've picked up pinfalls by that, but, yeah, that's exactly, Champo's desperate. It's like, okay, no one can break this out up, let's just go for the pin right now. Well, it's one 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 one. He's not getting out of the pins, but he's in the ring. He goes for, like, a double lariat, I think, on Finn here, where they both close on each other, and then on the outside... Johnny and Cole double super kick each other. Everyone's laid out. I actually thought Champa and Finn had the best chemistry in this match. And I think it's because it's the freshest feud. Okay. It's the thing we haven't seen. So I kind of got excited watching them fight. Um, and would like to see more of, yeah, Champa versus Finn. And like, what, Champa's a heel now as well, I think. So. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Um, Champa is now just fucking everyone up and he sits on the apron, does his clap and he says, I'm back. Um, and then they keep going. Like I said, there's so many different callbacks to all the different matches these guys have had. Uh, but then Johnny Gargano gets put into like a figure four leg lock during PNP and then Champa gets put in a figure four leg lock and Champa is selling his leg now. Like death. He gets Irish whip, but just like falls. And then Finn locks in a single leg crab and Champa's selling it like he's literally just, he has to tap out, but he doesn't. He reaches for the ropes. There's only 10 minutes left. Uh, Gargano gets the offense and hits suicide dives onto everyone. He hits one on Champa. He hits one on Cole. He goes to hit one on Finn who catches him and lines him up to hit the 1916 on the, the entrance rampway there that he hit it like the bottom of it. And Vic Joseph was like, huh, wonder what he's going to do here. What's he doing here? What, what, I yeah. look like it could hurt. <laughs> yeah, thanks for watching NXT, Vic Joseph. Uh, but Gargano gets out of it and hits a tornado DDT off the apron into the cameraman on Finn. It's just chaos. It's insane. So let's go to commercial again. When they come back, um, there's the Sushi Garoshi. Oh, sorry. That was during PNP. Yeah. Of all moves, you're going to do the Sushi Garoshi, the suplex lift, Ushi Garoshi. But Johnny kicks out there's then super kicks there's the gargano escape and yet another callback where gargano in the middle of the ring in new york in brooklyn had adam cole locked in here and adam cole is doing the exact same motion he did before he tapped out in that match i don't know i've watched that match a few times yeah Cole no, is right, and then it's Cole, the, the roll he's do, through. He's, as well. Yeah, he's do, they do the roll through, and and Cole's like ah, I, ah and he's like oh, I'm gonna tap, and he doesn't tap. It gets broken up here. Um, now Champa is tossing everyone on the outside. He's the most banged up, but he's like on a rampage here. Um, Wade Barrett says, 
the whole match, Wade Barrett's like, man, Champa was like using his gas early, like he's going to be gassed mm. by the time, and it, and it showed. He was like, I was right, but then Wade Barrett changes his his song. He's like, yo, but this guy is not dying, like he keeps coming back. And Wade Barrett says, if I were a gambling man, I would bet my house on Champa winning this match. Oh damn. We'll keep you updated on the status of his house after this match. Uh, Champ is throwing everyone around. He goes for the guillotine. We saw him do this to Jake Atlas, where he slingshots you under the ring. He goes to do it on Johnny, but Cole breaks it. Uh, sorry, he, he does hit it on Johnny after the first attempt was broken up by Finn. Um, but then rolls Johnny in the ring and goes for the pin. But Cole breaks it up as this is all happening. Johnny gets an inside cradle, and I've never screamed at my TV louder than... Do it! Get it, Johnny! <laughs> Sweep the leg! But it's only a two count. Champa and Johnny are standing toe-to-toe. They fought each other. They know each other so well. So what does Champa do? He throat chops Johnny Gargano. There's 90 seconds left in this match. Champa picks up Johnny on the top rope and hits the air raid crash. Again, he hit it, he hit it earlier on Adam Cole in the match because that's how he pinned him at TakeOver War Games. Vic Joseph wouldn't know that, though. Uh, he hits the, the air raid crash on Johnny off the top rope, but as he's landing, Finn, in the corner of your screen, is on another turnbuckle, flies in the air, hits the coup de gras onto Champa, pinning him, getting a second fall. It is now 2-1-1-1 one, 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 Finn Balor with mere... Ten seconds, Ten seconds left, left as Finn Balor's like standing there or sitting kneeing, on his knees just getting the pinfall. In comes Adam Cole, lowers his knee pad, runs at, at, at Finn with the last shot. And with like seven seconds, five seconds, he rolls Champa, oh, he rolls Finn over just barely. And as he does, there's three seconds left and the ref counts the three. I was so fucking tense for this when I was like, he's not going to be able to roll Balor over. There's like five seconds and he must be whispering like, yo, fucking turn. Wow. The effort it took for him to roll him over. I'm sure Drake counted slightly quicker than usual to get this pinfall right on the bell. Um, Yeah. So it's two, two, one, one. Like, I know, I know I've seen comments on Twitter and stuff already. I know... Uh, there are going to be very negative opinions on this match. But let's talk about just the actual wrestling and the match itself. I loved it. As you said, there were so many callbacks to all the previous feuds that for like nerds like us, it's really fun to see. It was nonstop motion for an hour. And this last like 90 seconds was so tense. Uh, I'd say the last five minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes maybe. I, I really enjoyed it. The fact that we're, we're complaining about stuff happening in pitcher and pitcher, but also stuff was happening not in pitcher and pitcher as well. It was the whole match stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I actually really, really enjoyed this match. Yeah, look, this was a lot of fun. Um, I think Iron Man should be multiple man, maybe down the line, because look, obviously a 30 minute one on one is classic, like all the falls. But I don't like 30 minute. Iron Man matches when we're so used to seeing 30 matches, matches. 30-40 minutes anyway. I, I really thought this was a creative use of, of this idea of, yep. you know, that we came up Our with idea. in 2K19. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a lot of fun because 
it doesn't give time. It gives time for, it does give time. Sorry. That everything keeps happening because you can switch guys in and out that are like a guy gets taken out. Well, then there's two others, three others that can continue to, to do stuff. I thought it was really creative. I, th- I knew when this match was announced, we all knew really that they were going to deliver an awesome match mm-hmm. here on NXT TV. It's, it's obviously that I, I, I haven't looked at, at Twitter and stuff since, but I could see a lot of people being negative on this finish because you just wasted an hour. And we didn't get a winner. Okay, so let's talk about the like announcement, I guess, so, and then go into our thoughts about. Okay, that. so well, like again, I really like the wrestling in this yeah. match. I, uh, I, I will say again, I thought Johnny should have won the match. I thought <laughs> by the end of this, I thought no one would have saw this coming, and I think it would have been a good swerve. I think he could have held the title for a little bit, gotten some heat on it, gotten the prestige a little, and then someone takes it off of him again. Mm. But. Uh, It'll happen again one day. Um, because Johnny Gargano could wrestle for s- an hour, six hours. I think Johnny Gargano could wrestle in any match and make it amazing. Like, legit. Like, uh, all four guys in this match were awesome. But for me, the, the standout star was Johnny Gargano in this match. Again, he's always the standout yep. star in these matches. But, like, he was really the, the glue here because he's the guy who had beef with everyone. Mm. <laughs> it's like everyone hates him. So it's like... it connected the dots for me in this match i thought this was awesome um for an hour to keep your attention is so hard but they managed to do it like i i was a little i was a little soured by the 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 finish i saw it coming as soon as finn hit this i was like no that's it's not it's this we're not getting a finish are we and of course it's what happened but the match itself was a lot of fun and for Credit, you know, hats off to to all four guys here. Again, keeping my attention for an hour-long wrestling match. Uh, fantastic stuff. Honestly, they should do this stipulation again down the line. Obviously not in the near future, but down yep. the line in WWE, uh, let alone NXT. Like, they should be doing this kind of match. I think it's a lot of fun. But the finish, 2-2, two, two, Finn and Cole... The referee is like, ah, well, you got two and he, he got two. So they're kind of classic. I won. Well, I won. And out comes William Regal. He has the NXT title in his hand and he says, well, you got two falls and you got two falls. So how about this? We settle it next week. Super Tuesday, because it's Super Tuesday two. One fall to a finish. NXT championship. Finn Balor. Adam Cole. Live on NXT next week. Champion Gargano, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. I think I'm going to be in the m- minority here. I've got zero problem with this outcome. I, I kind of because we've played these matches a lot and often end in a draw. <laughs> uh, I win the matches. Usually. I I wasn't too surprised by the draw. Remember, this isn't a takeover either. This is free TV, which. The idea of TV is to try and hook you to come back next week. I would have been pissed if this was the TakeOver main event and we ended like this. Right. But but it was TV. But this was TV with a one-week build. This wasn't a big TV event with a month's build. This was one week throwing these guys together and put on a hell of a match. I was thoroughly entertained for the whole show, actually. I really enjoyed this whole show. Me too. And the ending, sure, it... It pissed you off, but I'm like, you're going to watch next week and see the title match and you want to bring people back to TV. I see it like a, like a television drama, right? You have 10 episodes in a season. Um, 
and you build for a climax of the season in the series finale. And that's what TakeOver is. Right. TV, you want to have that hook. You want to be entertained for the full hour you're watching the show, but you need that hook to bring you back. So, ah, oh, I'm not getting that answer I wanted. Oh, I still don't know who NXT champion is. I'll have to come back next week. Um, also, it, it's more believable, actually, that it would be a draw. Like, we get draws in sports all the time. Football, 90 minutes, and often ends in a draw because no one could score more falls. No one could score more goals in that time. I was perfectly fine with this. I was really entertained, and I'm not going to let a decision in the last 10 seconds of the show sure. ruin a two-hour experience for me. Look, I, I really like this show top to bottom as well. There was some things in it that obviously I mentioned I'm nitpicking, uh, mostly with the commentary. Uh, I felt like if you had more on this, you would people would have been like, yeah, you, that is that. You would have reminded people of the Absolutely. stuff that we were catching, but clearly was going over the heads. Uh, but shout out, like, look, shout out Vic Joseph, Beth Phoenix, and Wade Barrett, specifically Wade Barrett. This mm-hmm. is his second week. It seems to me like he's going to be slotted in here instantly with this position. Yeah. That's what it seems like. And you know what? He's fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, he, he bet his house. Yeah. So I so guess he, he needs that WWE. He definitely job needs now. that job. Uh, Hopefully he didn't go on his phone during the match and bet actually bet his house yeah. on it. But uh Ciampa did not win, but he he said he would bet his house. Um yeah, this this was a, a fun show. You know what? I'll even say, looking back, in hindsight, if you look at this in a few years, this might be one of the best NXTs they put on. Oh, for a while. I completely yeah. agree. From that awesome, like just really fun six man tag opening, uh we had very little promos. We just had the the kind of Tegan, Rhea, very brief Mercedes one, which we kind of glossed over. It was basically just her accepting the challenge. But they were very concise to the point, believable. Um, this main event was awesome. Uh, yeah, um, I, I thought this NXT was a lot of fun. I thought that this Iron Man match was an hour and it was some of the best NXT TV they've ever done. And also it, it kind of makes sense. You're going with your two longest reigning champions against each other next week. It does, we have seen them fight, but it does feel relatively fresh. It feels really fresh. And I think we will be guaranteed a new champion next week. Yeah, I, I, thumbs up from me. Yeah, legit. Look, we, I think I was more positive last week going into this, but it showed that like, yeah, these guys are the, the, the main characters of this show. If this is a TV show, these are the main stars of the show. So it made sense to put them in this match and they deliver like they always do. Remember? When you could go to wrestling shows and you'd go to NXT and you'd know you, you had tickets, uh, for your takeover, but then you had tickets for your, your WWE pay per view or whatever the mm. fuck it would be the Sunday. And you'd go, ah, I'm going to have more fun at the WWE one, but I'm sorry. The WWE was like going to be like Mania or SummerSlam. It's WWE. Ah, but I'm, I know the better show is going to be the takeover. Yeah. And it was because of these four guys for the past years have been like highlights of. NXT and to kind of see them all come together here this would have been a takeover match this could have been a takeover match and we all would have lost it going to see this but we saw it on TV here and it was it was a lot of fun and isn't it strange that like Gargano and Johnny have fought forever and it's like damn man but like Gargano and Champa sorry <laughs> J- Johnny and Johnny and Champa Johnny's yeah. actually wrestling with himself a lot of the time with his 
character being all over the place. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think I think I am in the minority. But I think Johnny, everything Johnny Gargano does is, has just been excellent. Like I don't think you're in the minority I, I don't know. at all. I, We're no, regularly I, praising him. On I here. think a lot of people are, are like negative on this heel character. They right. think it's stupid because he's in, he's clearly gonna should be one of the biggest WWE baby faces mm. ever. But um, I thought this this episode was a lot of fun. We didn't get a champion, but we will next week. We will. Prediction. Yeah. I'm saying Finn. You're saying Finn Balor? Uh, I'll just say Cole then. Okay. Like, yeah. NXT, uh, we're actually going to talk ratings because we're Whoa. recording later today. So uh, NXT to pretty well 849,000.26 in the demo. And I'm just looking at John Pollock's tweet. He says number 10. So I guess that means number 10 on cable last night. So did pretty well. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, we... There are, like, rumours. Obviously, we're coming back to Tuesday next week. There are kind of rumours circulating about NXT maybe moving days. Um, I'll just say, bear with us. Obviously, we've kind of scheduled everything around. <laughs> like, we, we literally schedule our life around NXT so we can do this show. Um, so, if this is something that's going to change, just bear with us for a few weeks because we will need to sort our lives out to try and do this. But... Obviously, our, our main aim is to get this show out as quickly as possible and to go it live as well. So so they just want wrestling on every day of the week. Every day of the week, yeah. They're like, hey, AEW beats us. Let's move. Also, yeah, <laughs> talking of wrestling every day of the week, if you wanted a new World Heavyweight Champion, just watch last night's Impact. <laughs> oh, is that, is that is that a thing? Eric Young. Eric Young? Yeah. Ah, don't fire Eric. Wow, Eric Young is the champion? Mm-hmm. Wow, I used to watch that guy in like 05. Good yeah. year. Um, damn. Um, did they have a four-way Iron Man match? That's something they they would do. That <laughs> it was he, he beat Eddie Edwards in the Eddie Edwards was champion. Eddie Edwards wow. was champion. There you go. So if you don't like NXT, just think of all the stuff you could be watching. <laughs> uh, not knocking Eddie Edwards or Eric Young. Congrats to the the Canadian boy there. Um, but yeah, I thought NXT was on a roll tonight. I'm excited for next Tuesday. I hope they don't move to Tuesdays, but. I digress. Yes. I digress. Um, let's go. We, we just talked about what we thought. Let's see what other people thought. Let's see what you thought. Forum.postwrestling.com. I'm seeing a lot of people in this, uh, this, this chat here, this forum, uh, going off. I'm going to start off here every, usually Wednesday, um, postwrestling, sorry, forum.postwrestling.com. We post up and we will read it here. I'm going to start with Eva from London, uh, plus, Shayna is a women's tag team champion, minus Nia Jax is a women's tag team champion. Uh, yeah, Eva, um, I understand what you're saying there. Yeah. Um, I'll say minus Shayna and Nia Jax are tag team champions. I'm really enjoying Shayna at the moment. I thought she had a great show in at Payback, but yeah, Nia's uh, sucks. Eva continues, I'm psyched for Martinez Ripley in a cage. Is it just me or the women cage matches NXT outshine their male counterparts? Yeah, women's cage matches in NXT are usually pretty good. Uh, Ronaldo not being on NXT anymore is a shame, but the show must go on. Yep. Wade Barrett feels like he's always been part of NXT. He's he's that seamless. I would love to hear a team of McGinnis and Barrett. Is it weird hearing a crowd of WWE employees going, this is awesome? Watching the main event, anyone but Gargano, great wrestler, but he has nothing left to do here. 
R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman and Wakanda Forever. Yes. Absolutely. Pour a little out there for Chadwick, man. That is heartbreaking. But yeah, um, Eva has some points there. Like I said, I think a lot of people are, don't like Johnny here anymore. I think I'm, I'm in the minority that he should just stick around forever. <laughs> forever. We go to Paul from New Jersey. I actually enjoyed Tegan's promo. No shouting, just talking like a person. I must say after Candice and Dakota turned on her, Tegan might be the common denoxinator after last night. That's the best you're getting out of me. <laughs> a non-finish in a 60-man Ironman match? Fuck yourself. Yep. <laughs> this week, Kona fact. Kona has a 100% win percentage in Evolve. Even the main roster couldn't ruin this man. Keep up the great work. What about Kona Reeves in an Ironman match? Just against now. himself. Yeah. <laughs> Harry from Houston, wow, that sucked. I haven't watched NXT for a long time, and I can't see myself spending two hours on that in the near future. The first hour was fine, but I suppose the Iron Man match was pretty much everything I don't like about wrestling. While I don't think NXT falls into the trap as often as some might think, the Iron Man match felt like four guys doing moves to each other with very little in the way of storytelling or drama. I'm going to stop reading this feedback because you just said you don't watch NXT and you didn't understand the storyline. Harry from Houston, are you sure you're not Vic Joseph? Because you don't understand. Uh, sorry. It's just like some some of the people who uh, don't watch things and then say Breezango sucks. It's like, well, you... Yeah, it's like, yeah, so yeah, you don't watch the movies, but then you, you say you don't understand. I've never seen a Marvel movie, but I fucking hate them. It's like, imagine, imagine just watching Endgame, and you're like, yeah, look, uh, th- it was really cool. The effects were great. The, the action was awesome. I just didn't understand why, like... Why there were so many people. Why did why did he die? They were just why, all doing their, what were they their doing? moves. <laughs> Harry from Houston, I understand what you're trying to say, but that is a really silly thing to say. I don't watch, and then I didn't understand the storytelling. We, yeah, we appreciate feedback here. Um, we, uh, up next, he continues... But, yeah. he, they continue... Harry continues saying, can someone tell me what the hell the point is of doing... We need ratings for two Tuesday night shows because they could have just announced Cole versus Balor for the title. And I don't think anyone would have blinked an eye. Usually NXT is the show that doesn't do pointless matches like this, but man, they really let me down. Look, I understand. I kind of understand the, you just watched an hour match and we didn't get a winner, but I think it was us also last week. We were like, why aren't they just prolonging this for TV? I would tell they are over like some episodes of Raw where Every match goes 10 minutes and is a DQ, a non-finish, like, and there's nothing. Whereas this, I really enjoyed the first hour and I didn't, like, it's not like you completely got a non-finish and we're having another four-way next week. We've got our two challenges now for next week and I thoroughly enjoyed the hour. I get it. I I do, like, I knew as soon as the finish happened that people are not going to be on board with this. But as I said, it's, it's TV as well. This isn't. I this don't, isn't a pay-per-view. I don't disagree. Yeah, true, true. I don't disagree with the, the the hate on like, hey, you wasted my time on an hour that didn't have a finish. But I, I don't know. I watch wrestling for the the in mat, like in ring. I'm a big fan. Mm. Obviously, we nerd out, especially like best match ever and stuff. I nerd about the actual like wrestling and and the storytelling in a match. And I thought for an hour long match, this actually delivered. But I see what people were like. Oh, it was boring. It was this. It was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I. As I said, I compare it to drama. It's like if I'm watching an episode of Game of Thrones and at the end I'm like, ah, still don't know who the king is. Fuck this. That episode sucked. It's like, no, well, patience. Yeah. I don't know. I do get it. Uh, we go from another criticism uh, from Ben Yud. So an hour-long match didn't even give us a winner and it's happening again next week. Awful. 
I'll go to the next one as well. It looks like everyone is is on the opposite side yeah. of us. Yeah. Derek Lama, 60 mins, non-finish. I was really looking forward to this match. I wish they would have went with one person and just pushed them. NXT has been really disappointing me lately. We go to JPK, who says, Invested the two hours with Tuesday night, and I can't believe I watched a 60-minute match and got nothing settled out coming just for next week. I gotta decline the invitation, I think. But Tegan Knox had a good interview, though, on the bright side. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people are, on, are, are against this. Yeah, we go to Mystery. An overall bad episode of NXT, outside of Legado versus Brizango Swerve, pretty much everything else on this show just existed. Don't even get me started on how awful that finish was to the Iron Man match. I don't want to see another one happen for a very long time, at least in WWE. Absolutely terrible finish. I'm also pissed because they didn't really mention Priest or Shirai at all tonight either. Two other prominent champions. If I had to give this NXT a rating tonight, it would be a 4 out of 10 at best. All right, Brett. You got Brett Hart here in the room. The main event sucked. The show lacked any sort of real coherence. We go to Crooked Letter. On paper, the Iron Man had potential to be great. Before I get into that, the six-man street fight was very fun. The forklift spot was creative, leading to Swerve Scott getting a much-needed win. The Tegan-Candice feud got a nice promo package that showcased Tegan's personality quite effectively. And Candice's open invitation leaves plenty to think. Reed versus Thatcher was solid. But the main event, for the majority of the match, the action was very, very strong, despite the picture-in-picture cutting in during some spots. All four guys mixed and matched very well. The finish may not be everyone's cup of tea, but dragging it out another week will help solve the babyface problem NXT has. To paraphrase Aaliyah, the R&B singer, not the Robert Stone brand Aaliyah, we need a resolution. 7 out of 10. I guess you could say Crooked Letter 9. They need to rock the boat just a little bit. One more week of rocking the boat. We go to Jesse from The Six. This appears to be a rare case when I feel more positively than most about a WWE match. I have no issue with the draw. As soon as I heard about a four-way Iron Man match, I laughed to myself. I hope they do a draw. And why not? It's more realistic. Draws happen in sports. Sometimes a return leg or overtime is needed. We didn't pay for these shows, so I have no problem with them giving us Balor Cole next week on TV. However, I would second what Harry from Houston said, that with regards to match layout and the presentation. After having taken months off from NXT, I've been quite dismayed at how staged and overproduced the matches are now. I'll watch next week, but I doubt I'll be a regular again anytime soon. Take care. Everyone misses the glory days yeah. of NXT. But uh, Jesse also saying, I agree with that person who also does not watch the show. <laughs> no, I think I think Jesse's talking more about the kind of yeah. just overbooking. And yeah, like you watch that, the Keith Lee carrying cross thing. It's all the kind of looking at the camera and shaking your heads and WWE. coming into shot. And it's very produced, more like a film, which takes away from the wrestling. I, I kind of follow there's yeah. a lot here. I'm going to continue. Sharpell, the, the chosen, chosen one. one. There's a lot of feedback. I'll go quick. Fatal 4-Way match, 60 minutes for the greatest. Next time, make it two hours because this <laughs> match was insane. Nice selling by Gargano. Nice by Champa. Nice little heel bitch in Cole. And Balor, well, he's lit. Next week, pretty simple booking. The UE are turning on their leaders to align themselves with Balor. Cole, the babyface chase, bring back the fans to witness this. They will treat Cole like the biggest babyface of all time. Real lipstick, any... Any thought? Any any thought? Bray D. Uh, well, she's a heel. She wears black lipstick. Um, wow! So Cha- Charbel, you, you had that bullet too club sweet. tease. So I I don't <sighs> dislike that. Wow! We go to author of posts. If you weren't expecting that finish, then you must be new to wrestling. It was always going to be a setup for the actual match, and I have zero issue with it because it makes sense. If they do it in the next match, then I'll start asking questions. 
Final should have been Finn versus Champa, though, in my opinion. Okay, so then there's uh, like some more people in the feedback, and uh, some people are saying that it was a fast count. How did they? How did they get that count so perfect? And that is where I say it was taped. It was taped. They can just put the time over the screen. It wasn't on the Tron. So you had someone telling Cole do this, and then they counted it, and then they put the t- they overlapped it okay. par- perfectly. I I thought it looked. I thought it looked quick. Hey, count. if if this was just legit, like they did it on the nose, which I don't think it is, but hey, I could be wrong, and it legit was. Hats off to them. Amazing finish. Then if you did it on the on the nose, however, it looked to me like there was a little bit of TV magic, just a tiny All bit. All right, which I'm not. It's TV. You're allowed to do whatever. It's better than when they were editing people doing it moves. Didn't, it didn't stop though. No, it didn't. Like we didn't have commercial breaks. Like the action didn't. Well, stop. We had commercial breaks. No, I mean it. <laughs> The match went on throughout the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. You saw the whole hour of the match. Yeah, but WWE the has clock was so, on like the whole time. Yeah, but there's so many cuts in WWE, right? Like, you yeah. know, yeah, there's so many cuts. Uh, and then people in the forum here are like, Hey, it was a fast count. No, it wasn't a fast count. Um, and I- I'm going to read this, this last feedback I see here from Chris Elliott saying, look at all this feedback. Imagine these fans watching Sting Flair doing an hour back in the day. Yeah. Like we've, we've looked at some of those. Like Flair Steamboat and Broadways. Our Broadways could happen all the time. Yeah, and then draws. Yeah. Like after watching an hour match and it goes into a draw and you're like, oh, okay. All right. Well, it happened here tonight. Obviously, um, some people did not like this episode of NXT. I, I will reiterate that I thought the match was really good. Obviously, you can be mad at not having a finish after watching an hour long match, but. The only issue is... No one paid for this. <laughs> no one paid to go and see this because there are no fans. Yeah. You didn't pay to watch this at, on TV. Like This is one of the best NXT matches, TV matches of the year. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, from this, this hour-long match here, um, from all four. The only issue is what happens to Ciampa? What happens to Gargano? Uh, just kind of chilling in NXT again. They're the ones I worry about the most. Because I, I do think there's, I think there's juice in a, a Finn title run. I think there's juice in some kind of fracturing of the UE and having um, having some baby faces out of those guys. Maybe not all of them, but definitely maybe a Kyle face run or a Cole face run. Wow. So Finn Balor leading the Undisputed Era. Who knows? All I know is I want Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. Can we just get to that? Let's fast forward. We're waiting for the crowns, and then we're going to have that, because that'll be great. Uh, yeah, obviously, we have some different opinions and some, a lot of got people. heated today. Yeah, we got heated. Heat. We got heat um, from NXT. But yeah, it, I, I thought it was an entertaining show, considering, you know, I agree with a lot of the, the criticism. NXT has been in a lull, but this was like, you knew you were just going to get an awesome match. So yeah. I, I sat back and enjoyed it. Um, and next week is another big match, Super Tuesday. Um, we will be back covering that as well. Thank you everyone for the feedback and everyone in the, in the YouTube room as well who's hanging out. Look again at Up Next Podcast on Twitter to, to find out, uh, what we're gonna be doing. Hopefully we'll be, we'll be live next Tuesday night if we can. If not, pr- pr- probably another Wednesday afternoon delight. Absolutely. Right? Um, yeah. Before we go, let's give some thank yous out to, uh, some of our very lovely patrons who allow us to keep this show for free every week. Because yes. it's free, we can have non-finishes to this show as well. <laughs> I feel like that's all we do on this show. <laughs> I would like to say a big thank you to Stephen Staunton. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I would like to say a thank you from BWE, from the Grapple Spotlight, Benno. 
Ah, Big thank, thank you, Benno. You. Thank you to R- Nick Romano. Any relation to Ray? Ray Romano, our landlord. Our landlord. <laughs> a big thank you to Glenn McKenna. And a big, big thank you to Matthew Yanez. Hey, thank you, Matthew. But also thank you to Paul Collins. <laughs> thank you to Chris Thunder. Phew. From Down Under. Thank you to John Hedges. Thank you to Diego Santos. And thank you to Corey Hansford. Uh, you, all our patrons allow us to do what we love to do, and that is podcast about wrestling and be super nerdy. And we, we do movie reviews, we all that stuff, but it's the Patreon that allows us to keep up next for free, this show for free, and we love it. You know, someone asked me what I, what I do for a living, and I explained that, you know, I, I review wrestling, but then I reviewed, I know what I did last summer, you know, you did last summer, mm-hmm. and someone said that we are like a, we, we target men, what do WWE target men 18 to, 18 to 39? We target men 18 to 39 because we're pretty much like a podcast book club. Yeah. We just watch shit and talk about it. Yeah. And like, and then people watch shit and talk about, hear pretty us talk much. about it. So that's we get, what we, we do. Get heated and we get heated. <laughs> <laughs> Cause this fatal four way Iron Man match was the greatest match and I loved the finish. It was the best. And you're all wrong. No, uh, no, it's okay. We love all of you. Uh, yeah, you. so we do talk about NXT normally every Wednesday night, but we do chat about AEW, and I can't wait to talk all about the horse, the horseman, the horsemen, if you will, um, because we talk about that every week as well. Patreon.com slash up next. We have up nextra chatting NXT versus AEW. And then, like I said, we have the whole schedule of all the back catalogs of shows, the best matches ever, the was next. We do it all. Again, go check us out and $5 a month gets you all of the shows, all that stuff as well. If you want to support us, pro wrestling tees dot com slash up next. We have uh, some t-shirts there that sometimes people buy. I'm like, Hey, we got, we got a sale there. And people are like, I'm rocking your shirt and we appreciate it. Join the Facebook page and the Facebook group as well. Up next podcasts. And yeah, I myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. And we will be back next week sometime, somehow. But uh, we, we do so many shows, so you, you can find us. So we'll be back next week. Cole versus Balor. I guess like Candice... And Tegan, we're going to settle it over some wine. Dinner's on me. Take care, goodbye, and be safe. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.